State Senators coming back to session today. And they'll hold a 1030 hearing about proposed energy legislation. It's a subject matter only. Uh, and then it's expected they may take something to the floor at noon today. What exactly is that something? Well, could it deal with energy in the state's energy portfolio, uh, possibly impacting nuclear, possibly impacting city water, light, and power, coal-fired power plant here in Springfield? Uh, to hear a different side, because we've been talking with state lawmakers that uh, are a little apprehensive about this idea, uh, but also uh, hearing from uh, CWLP. Uh, who also is apprehensive about this idea, but the Sierra Club of Illinois. Joining us now is the director of the Illinois chapter, Jack Darren, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Jack, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you doing? Thanks, Greg. Good morning. Beautiful, beautiful morning here in Springfield. And it is, absolutely. Nice uh, 63 degrees or so, but it's going to warm up a bit later on this week. Summer is upon us. So, Jack, um, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of analysis uh, I haven't seen actual legislation. What is this bill ultimately going to contain? Well, we're sure hopeful that when we see the bill later today, and we do expect to see a bill later today, that it's going to to look like the plan that uh, Governor Pritzker proposed late last week to the General Assembly, which is a bold plan to move us gradually but certainly to a 100% renewable energy future uh, with a gradual phase out of fossil fuels from our electric sector in ways that create a generation-long building boom, uh, prioritizing communities that need it most for the jobs and also the wealth-building opportunities that that can bring. Uh, Communities of color that have been passed over by economic progress in too many cases, communities facing uh, the transition away from fossil fuels like Springfield, these are the ones that are really poised to benefit the most. We're talking with Jack Darren. He is the director of the Illinois chapter for the Sierra Club here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, so give us the top line items here that we're talking about. Uh, what sectors are going to be helped by this, uh, particularly in the energy and what kind of timelines are we looking that uh, could negatively impact uh, some of the uh, the, the power uh, generation facilities that are already out there operating? So we have um, some of the top lines and where most of the investments are made is in moving us on the road to 100% renewable energy by 2050 with a um, really a massive building program in the next decade to get us from our current about 8% clean energy today to 40% by the end of this decade, Uh, doing that all with Illinois-built projects paying uh, prevailing wage, Uh, built by Illinois workers, so a lot of wind and solar going up not only in our rural areas, but also solar in our our cities and suburbs. Uh, We're talking about expansions of our energy efficiency programs run by utilities uh, like Ameren that have been saving customers money for, for over a decade. These new programs would offer more savings, a total of $9 billion more in savings to ratepayers uh, by offering uh, homeowners and businesses more benefits and more ways to save energy. Uh, those are really, and then we've got programs really to, to drive those benefits, both the savings and the jobs, uh, into communities that need it most, communities of color, and and special programs to help communities and workers facing the transition away from coal as we do that gradually over the 
coming decade. Jack, why does there need to be that 2035 timeline on coal? Is there, and I've asked even CWLP if they're aware of any emerging technology that out there, battery storage capacity that's, uh, you know, the cutting edge, uh, ready to just burst onto the scene. And is that technology out there to be able to replace coal fired power plants, especially in areas of downstate Illinois that rely on them? Yeah, well, the technology, you know, wind and solar in particular is not emerging. Uh, it is now cost competitive. It actually costs less in many cases than fossil fuels. It's being done elsewhere in this country and in the world. We would be the first state in the Midwest to do this. And the reason why it's so important to do this is we are now, after about five decades of being warned by scientists of the consequences of climate change, which we are now seeing This is the last decade that we have to really make a difference and avert the worst consequences of climate change uh, in terms of severe weather, impacts on our agricultural economy, our health, flooding. Um, We originally proposed that the state would be fossil-free by 2030 in a proposal that we had called the Clean Energy Jobs Act. The 2035 uh, date for phasing out coal represents a compromise. We, We heard that some communities will need a bit more time. This is over a decade away. And along the way, we've got in in Governor Pritzker's proposal, which we support, we've got uh, efforts to help workers that are impacted by those. We propose to give workers a minimum of a two-year notice before any plant retirement. And we propose funds for communities that are going to be impacted by property tax loss and other impacts so that they can also uh, make this transition. Jack, I know that, uh, you know, there's just a lot of opposition to the idea of closing, uh, especially not-for-profit coal-fired power plants like CWLP, for instance, here in Springfield. Uh, Even the chamber coming out, several agricultural groups, the Manufacturers Association, a bipartisan group of lawmakers opposing that. Uh, And it seems that uh, the the go-to statement is they're all for all of the above, Right, they're not opposed to getting more, uh, you know, solar, getting more wind, uh, trying to trend that way. Uh, CWLP's been heralding their, uh, uh, you know, uh, largest in the world. They say carbon capture uh, pilot program that they're hoping to start up here soon. Um, why, again, why not just have that open-ended uh, with more incentives, more incentivizing of getting those uh, those renewables. It seems the biggest sticking point here is that hard shutdown date of 2035, if not earlier because of the possibility of uh, uh, greenhouse gas caps. Well, I think I think the, the, the caps on greenhouse gas are really designed to provide that gradual transition over the coming decade. And, yes, we did see business groups coming out in opposition. So their primary concern they caused the site is that it will cost money to build all this clean energy. And that's true. This bill does make some investments. Uh, They are not taxpayer dollars. We're well aware of the state's fiscal condition. But these investments are made not by CWLP ratepayers, but by, over time, gradually shifting ratepayer dollars from ComEd and Ameren customers from the conventional power they're currently buying to clean renewable sources. So same dollars being spent in a cleaner way. Um, 
If we want to make sure that the lights are going to come on, even as coal is going away, with all the coal plants in this region around Springfield, Vistra is the company that owns them, and they have announced that they are all closing by 2027. So uh, on a much faster timeline, and that's not due to any law. That's because uh, the energy industry realizes that coal is going away. And Illinois has to do something to prepare for that. We have to build the clean energy it's going to take to replace that so the lights will always come on when we flip the switch. And we need to make sure that our transmission grid is reliable. And those things don't come for free. They will require shifting our investments from fossil fuels to clean energy. That's what this bill does. And at the same time, the bill does all these things to help consumers save money to help balance that out, primarily through energy efficiency programs and for Ameren customers rolling back the automatic rate hikes that the General Assembly authorized uh, early in the last decade. Jack Darren's with us. He is director of the Sierra Club Illinois chapter here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, but again, the question, why have that 2035 hard date? Vistra, they, they're closing stuff down uh, because uh, the regulations are too much and it's going to cost a whole bunch of money to get the certain types of scrubbers uh, that uh, environmental policies is telling them to do. That's something that CWLP has done and their ratepayers have taken those steps. Um, and again, they're scratching their heads as to why all of a sudden do they have to shut down? Why not just let the the progression towards better, cleaner energy, which everybody agrees is great. We need more of it and we need to develop it more. Uh, but should that be done at the the possibility of downstate Illinois having to buy uh, power from dirty out-of-state coal-fired power plants? So the clean energy economy is one of the fastest-growing sectors in the in the world. And if we want to attract those investments to Illinois, and build and not be reliant on out-of-state power and build all our clean energy with Illinois workers earning high wages, we need to send a signal to to the world that Illinois is, is set on a 100% clean energy future. Not the way that Springfield has set energy policy in the, in the past few decades, just lurching from one major project to another back and forth. This is the first time we have seen a clear vision for the coming decades for our state articulated by Governor Pritzker. It's one that our coalition, the Clean Jobs Coalition, supports. And that's the kind of signal you need to send to the market to come here and make investments, to hire people, to create wealth in the communities that need it most. Jack, what do you expect to happen today uh, in that hearing? Uh, it's 1030. Uh, are there going to be the likes of uh, yourself, for instance, uh, who's ultimately going to be um, – you know, uh, on on the the supporting side of this, are, are you planning to testify? We have uh, members of different communities around the state that are impacted that are uh, that will be testifying this morning. There will not be a bill, is our understanding, by ten thirty. So this is a subject matter hearing, as you said at the top of the show, um, talking about. Uh, the merits that we see in the plan that Governor Pritzker's laid out, and hopefully shortly thereafter we'll see legislation that reflects that the Senate can vote on. 
Jack Darren, uh, he is with the Sierra Club, the director of the Illinois chapter here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, and then separate from the, the state house stuff, um, of course, here locally, we, we focus on Springfield. And uh, there's been a, just a long history of uh, Springfield and the energy uh, sector with the, the building of uh, Dalman 4 and uh, several of the other coal-fired power plants already being turned off. Uh, in the in the past year and a half or so, uh, but the Sierra Club's been kind of there alongside uh, CWLP uh, with a uh, wind contract recently. Um, curious your thoughts on on the on this on the city's movement towards that carbon capture idea. Is that something that uh, can can fit into this this overall drive towards uh, finding alternatives? And also, uh, what are your thoughts about uh, CWLP's uh, array of solar power that it has? Well, I think those clean energy investments are exactly the right uh, moves by CWLP, and we've and we've been pleased to work with them toward that. You know, carbon capture is highly experimental. It's also extremely expensive, and so I'd be very concerned about implementing this at scale. Um, if, if I were a CWLP ratepayer, uh, much more expensive uh, by, than clean energy, for sure. Um, the CWP's current proposal, as we understand it, is to try to capture some of the carbon, but then release it into the air. So it's it is carbon capture experiment, but not storage. So it's not uh, at that level doing anything to prevent climate change. So I think that the, the, the safer and in the long term the cheapest option really is to get serious about clean energy. And I understand that CWLP has been facing this transition as some of the, as, as these units have gone offline or are going to go offline in the next year or so. Yeah, I think they've got they've, been, uh, they've got plans for 100 megawatts of uh, solar power at some point. Very exciting. Um, but the transition away from their coal plants, they've been facing it alone. The state's been doing nothing to help them. And also other communities around the state are in a similar boat. One of the things we really need to do, hopefully today, is to create the state supports for the workers uh, and for the communities, and those would not be funded by CWLP. Those would be funded, uh, as the current proposal is, by ComEd and Ameren uh, ratepayers helping to build an energy transition fund specifically for communities like Springfield that are facing this transition. Jack Darren, uh, director of the Illinois chapter of... The Sierra Club, greatly appreciate you taking the time. Uh, let's talk again. I'm sure I'll have to probably reach out to you uh, before the end of the week uh, because uh, I would imagine this is gonna this is gonna move pretty quick here. Uh, so we'll keep a close eye on it and uh, reach back out to you for some reaction. All right. Good to talk to you, Greg. Thanks for having me.